patriots, it's time for the Signal 50 podcast, where we talk about the hard truth about today's current events. Good evening and welcome to the Signal 50 podcast for Sunday, May 23rd, 2021. Thanks for joining us tonight on our 60th episode of the Signal 50 podcast. It seems like just yesterday we started this thing. So we've got a pretty packed lineup for you guys tonight, for everybody out there listening. Thank you for joining us very much. Uh, really appreciate the listenership. It's really climbed over the past couple of months. And, you know, we'd really like for you to help us out a little bit by like, share, and subscribe wherever you may be. Give us a rumble, give us a share, give us a like, you know, copy, paste some links for us. And, and we'd, we'd certainly appreciate you helping us get our message out to like-minded American patriots like you and me. Without further ado, we got a number of different things to talk about. We're here with my co-host, Bravo Golf 592 Bravo, how are you this evening? I'm doing fine, my friend. Uh, it's been one hell of a week. We keep uh, having to do that work thing, but hey, pays the bills so that we can do the show because we are the two American patriots that love to talk about current events. We just can't show our faces or tell who we really are because we would be canceled and lose our jobs and not have any money. And we do this for fun. So we wouldn't <laughs> all right. we have left is a podcast, I guess. Exactly. We'd sit here and we'd, uh, yeah, we'd, we'd continue to pay to do this. Anyhow, you know, without further ado, let's, let's get into the lineup tonight. We've got a lot of things to talk about, uh, you know, and the, and the hard news that we want to talk about and go over and bring to you tonight. You know, we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, the Florida governor, uh, Ron DeSantis affectionately referred to as heavy D, uh, doing, doing great work down in Florida, we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, Gaza, Hamas, Israel conflict just a little bit, and and some of the some of the inner workings and some of the some of the stuff that's gone on behind the scenes there. A lot of things that Americans don't really think too much about. So we want to talk a little bit about that. This is kind of a complex topic, and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, one of our favorite uh, favorite senators out there, uh, Rand Paul. Uh, mm. and, and him and and how his feelings on COVID. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, Fauci and some of the Ugh. about faces that he's done recently on COVID and some of the policies and mandates by CDC. And we're going to talk a little bit about the CDC itself. And then and then Bravo's got uh, something he wants to talk about a little bit locally. But but first, you know, there, there's a little bit of levity that we want to bring to the show. It's not not really necessarily levity. There's some stuff that's come out lately um, you may or may not have seen uh, where uh, we're getting releases of information that there are interstellar or interdimensional or unidentified flying objects or alien technology amongst us. And, and I, and I just, I, I, I just got to talk about it. I just, I just, mm -hmm. it's, it's interesting stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, there, just to just to put it out front for everyone, some are saying that this is a distraction and that this is there's no such thing. I'm not sure I believe that when you have fighter pilots and navy pilots, navy navy naval aviators, who all have reported in saying they they saw things that just blow away any type of regular physics, no exhaust plumes, just just really fancy, you know, things that come from eighty thousand feet down to. Uh, hovering over the water without making a splash again are they seeing things is it a fake is it a distraction don't know but um it's unexplained so that's that's what happens when things are unexplained you just cannot um 
we come up with explanations for it sometimes. Right. <laughs> or why, well, right. I don't know about you, Bravo, but uh, in, in, in the time that I spent doing the things that I did, um, I've seen plenty of things that I don't know how to explain. Correct. Definitely. Uh, and I'm not saying it's, it's aliens that, uh, that need to be explained or, or mm -hmm. anything like that. I, I just think that there's a lot of things out there in the world that we can't explain. Um, and, and like you said, we do search for those explanations, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we try to put labels on things. We try to uh, rationalize and, and to understand uh, everything we don't understand. We chalk up to the invisible man or, or some other, some other thing like this, you know, and, and what One, really strike, go yeah. ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. One thing you have to clarify though, when it comes to human beings and us needing to explain things, um, I, growing up, I understand also that there's things that we can't explain, but there's also a little bit of faith you have to have in spirituality. I think that's where religion comes into play also. Um, not that I'm saying that UFOs are linked to religion or spirituality, but that's, that's like an that's like a tangent off of this. I think it's important that that be mentioned, but it's not the same thing. Just just so everyone's right. on the same page. Well, right. You know, so what really strikes me is you know, we, we had a president for four years who was just like a regular guy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, rich guy, uh, smart guy, you know shameless self-promoter, whatever you want to call Donald Trump, but he was, he was a regular dude. He, he was just like, just like you and I, he wasn't a stodgy politician that, uh, liked to, you know, sit there, sugarcoat things, make excuses. So, you know, the, the funniest thing in the world to me is I can just imagine the monologue going through Donald Trump's head when they finally showed him all the classified information about UFOs, alien life, and, and, and possibly, us being visited on a fairly regular basis by maybe some other types of beings, shall we say? Mm -hmm. <laughs> What's the first thing the guy does? We need a space army immediately. <laughs> Get me a space force. Make now. me a space force. Like right now. We need this right now. Now. Yeah. Another branch of the military right now. Why? Maybe there's some truth to this, <laughs> you know, or maybe he saw some stuff in all that paperwork that they showed him and he's like, Oh, wait, wait a minute. Wait, you're telling me what, and what do we have? Doing... To, what do we have to defend against that? Well, sir, we have nothing. Well, we better have something. Right. So there's a uh, lot of talk. I, I I'm friends. Hold on one second. I'm friends with a, with a guy that I talked to and he's a, he's actually a, um, a physicist. All right. Okay. Yeah, he's a yeah. really, really smart dude. And mm -hmm. he thinks of all the futuristic stuff. He's also an engineer. Oh, wow. And he works in the defense industry with me. And, you know, one of the things that we talk about is what happens if we do have contact with a superior life force uh, that's that's like us? And, and his take on it is you don't want to meet them. They're not your friends. Mm -hmm. And you cannot fight with them. So it's it's really it's really interesting stuff when you really want to get into the nuts and bolts of it. I don't want to spend too much more time. I just think it's kind of amusing that we have a regular dude president who sees the classified information forms an entirely new branch of the service and they're drip, drip, dripping all of this stuff out. So they're, mm -hmm. they're going to tell us something sometime soon. I think I, I kind or of it's a distraction. Hey, look or over there. Squirrel. Yeah, yeah. Squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. 
well, you know, I, I just think it's something worth mentioning and something worth talking about yeah. and, and something, you know, serious, but amusing at the same time. Right. So sure. I, yeah, I need a <laughs> it's space. One of those, we'll have to wait and see. We just yeah. have to wait and see. I'm like, I, I'm not sure I want to wait and see on this one. Just no. pass over our planet, please. There's nothing here to see. Move along. Yeah. Move along. Yeah. Move <laughs> along. Nothing to see here. We have nothing of interest for you. So anyhow, let's let's move down to Florida, shall we? Mm. I would like to move down to Florida, sir. Yes, please. Oh, yes, absolutely. Move to Florida. It's uh, it's really fantastic. Uh, you know, so you got a guy down there who's governor. He he runs against uh, in the last election cycle. He runs against a guy named Gillum. And he was like the, the greatest thing since sliced bread that the Democrats could put forth. You know, meanwhile, they, they catch this this clown in in some kind of a sex scandal in a hotel room because he's overdosed on crack and they go and they find him and, and he's with a male companion. Right. Mm. And they interviewed him and, and Gillum, he's like, Oh, he's a friend of mine. He's somebody I've known. Uh, and they're like, Oh, wait a minute. That doesn't make any sense. And, 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 and there's like, well, we think he's a prostitute. Well, he's not a prostitute. He's my friend. They interview him. He's like, yeah, he picked me off off of uh, an internet dating site. Yeah. I'm a prostitute. That came out during the election, didn't it? If I remember correctly, just, just there was, after, there, was I think. there was just after, or like there yeah. was there was talk about during the election. There was thought that he was he had drug issues and he, you, you know, and uh, participated in the uh, sex market. I guess is the best way to put it. <sighs> the hypocrisy never ends. No, it never ends. And and can you but just we imagine? Told you so. Go, go on a journey with me for a minute, if you will. Yes. Let's can, go. Can we just all just think for a moment of how screwed Florida man and Florida woman would have been mm. had that Gillum clown been elected governor of the state of Florida? Oh, God. You know, everybody wants to pick on Florida. You know, every 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 weird thing that ever happens is like Florida man, Florida woman does this film at 11. Mm. Meanwhile, Florida is kind of like really taking the place of Texas as the last bastion of Americanism and patriotism. Mm -hmm. Well, that's that's leadership. Yeah, and freedom, but also the the way to handle the the coup pandemic and everything else that goes with it. Right. I think that's uh, that's safe to say that it's. Amazing the way he said, no, I'm not shutting down. Nope, we're going to protect the elderly. Nope, we're going to do it. You know, he's using real science. And, you know, and the and the media is bashing him. Meanwhile, we have blue states and mayors, uh, not only uh, up in uh, Lightfoot in Chicago, saying that they'll only talk to brown and black um, uh, reporters, which I think is unconscionable, to be honest with you, uh, locking down the cities not allowing people to do things and all those blue states and that chose to go down that route. Um, basically in New York, at least they've stopped the mask if you've gotten your vaccine, but there's no way to quote verify that. So oh, I think this I've, I've, had, I've had, I've had all the vaccinations, don't you know? Oh, all of them. Yes. I, I, I went to Europe and I got the AstraZeneca, you know, just to boot, you know, <laughs> let's get them all. I have them all. Show me. Oh. No, don't have to. Don't have to. Moving along. It kind of goes down to the thing. You know, well, I, 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 
Yeah. Well, Ron DeSantis has managed to keep Florida together, and and Florida has taken over as uh, I think Florida's got as large a population as the state of New York now. Mm. And or, that's because or, all of New York is going to Florida. Yeah. Don't don't New York my Florida is what all the you know Florida man and Florida woman have tattooed on their foreheads next to their dolphin tattoos and their you know dolphin jewelry. But don't you anyhow, bring your stupid dumb politics here to Florida. Exactly. Leave them behind. We don't want exactly. them here. So, you know, Ron DeSantis, he's got some future plans in politics, obviously. Hopefully. And, well, I, I hope so, too. He's. They're going to have a really hard time finding somebody better than him to run the state of Florida, I think. Mm. Uh, he's 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 really well liked down there. He's doing a, a fantastic job. He's shepherded this state through an absolute disaster. He shepherded Florida through the disaster really really well and he's just not taking anybody's crap i i really am glad to see it i, I must say that is that's good to see yeah, that's true like, leadership if, if every of the states did what he did we wouldn't have this problem well <laughs> I, I think he's taken i think he's taken the right approach and i think his state's mm -hmm. going to come out of the smell on like a rose uh, mm -hmm. so the democrats are going to definitely put a big target on his back so you know you got to support this guy uh, he's, yeah. he's really a fighter and he's really done a great job in Florida. He is somebody that, that deserves to be supported. Has he done everything perfectly? The answer is no. Has he done 95% hmm. of everything? Absolutely right. The answer is yes. Mm -hmm. So you've got to take, you got to play the odds here. You got to play the average here. And I think he's done a really good job. So, you know, hats off, Ron, you know, your, your future in politics is, you know, you're a real thought leader for conservatism and, and individual liberties and freedom. Thank you very much. You've done a great job down there. Uh, would I like to see you run for president? The answer is yes. He says he's going to stick around and he's going to focus on his, uh, you know, uh, just doing a much better job in Florida and just to keep keep going there. Another couple of things that he's done, um, he has basically outlawed critical race theory in schools. I wish that was everywhere. It really needs oh, to be done, people. Yeah. It, it just, just go to your school boards, start calling this, this stuff out as garbage. This also goes along with the 1619 project and call me what you want. I don't care. This is not the history. You're trying to rewrite it. It's a Marxist technique to try and change the narrative. Not going to have it. I don't allow it in my household. And I countered every single time with my kids. Not going to allow it to happen, period. Well, he says, uh, he can tell you this. This is a quote from him in the article uh, from the Epic Times. I can tell you this. In the state of Florida, with me as governor, I have only begun to fight. Okay, so this guy is going for the gusto, and he's mm. just going to go for it, and I think he should. Good. It's great. Florida needs... It's amazing. Florida is an amazing place. They've done an amazing job. They really, they really have done well through this whole thing because of good leadership from Ron DeSantis. So hats off, Ron. Good for you. Thank you very much. Excellent. Excellent job, Ron. So you get to go down there from time to time, right? I get to go mm -hmm. down on uh, business yep. from time to time. I've always enjoyed yep. Florida. Yep. Great place. Great place. Wow. Nice people, lots of things to do, just just a fantastic place. So, you know, moving along here, we're going to talk a little bit. You know, 
there was a ceasefire uh, declared night before last in uh, the Gaza or Hamas Israel conflict. It was a two o'clock in the morning kind of ceasefire. Mm. From my understanding, the ceasefire is holding. Um, also, from my, oh, I'm sorry. I, yeah. I was just about to do a snarky comment just because. So is that so Hamas can rearm and then start lobbing rockets over again? Or are they really trying to have a, peace, a peaceful ceasefire because everyone got obliterated by the Israeli Defense Force? Just wondering. Um, yes and yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, it is Hamas's playbook to always uh, go back uh, to the well uh, mm -hmm. to rearm and go ahead and play this stupid game all over again with the Israelis. Mm. Uh, it's really unwise. Mm. Uh, the Israelis, uh, from personal experience with their military, uh, they will technologically overwhelm you and and will take care of business. They don't they don't mm -hmm. play around. I'm sure everybody has seen the videos on on television of the Israel Air Force uh, knocking down entire skyscrapers or or 14, 17 story buildings uh, with a precision strike. They just take the buildings and they just it, they pancake the buildings. They're so mm -hmm. precise, they can take the exact building and mm -hmm. knock it into a pile of rubble, like they did to the AP building, mm -hmm. because Hamas's headquarters was in the same building as the AP. And the AP was denying that right up until the point where somebody cracked and said, well, yeah, we kind of knew they were downstairs. Oh, you. <laughs> oh, okay, so. And then they said, and they said, oh, they kicked and screamed and press conferences. Oh, Benjamin Netanyahu risked all of our reporters' lives and whatever. They gave you 30 minutes notice to get out of the building. They dropped leaflets. They made phone calls. They texted everybody. They dropped a munition on the roof. They call that knocking. And then mm -hmm. 10 minutes later, they level the building. So you've had plenty of notice. Your lives were never in danger. You needed to get the hell out of there. Okay. Yeah, it's, and that's one of those things you don't say, I don't believe you, I dare you. <laughs> Not with the Israelis. Yeah, you don't, don't want to do that with the Israelis because they're going to overwhelm you with Vulcan-type logic. Uh, exactly. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, you just don't want to play games with these people. Uh, they're really super smart. This is what they do for a living, and, and they're obligated to protect their citizenship, and it's just the way it is. I've been there a mm -hmm. number of times. I've seen it. I've seen Iron Dome. I've seen all of their defenses. I've seen everything that they have in, to an extent. Amazing people, amazing technology, and they're very dedicated, and they have to be. They take it very seriously. So, well, that's know, what, because everyone around them wants to kill them. Oh, yeah, absolutely, mm -hmm. except maybe the Jordanians. And, you know, Trump gets a lot of heat, right? And, and he's the one who traipsed around the Middle East and got all of these peace accords signed, uh, Oman and mm -hmm. and. and the UAE and a bunch of these other countries that, that Israel had no official ties with, now they're suddenly in an alliance. And I think that's a miraculous thing. If anybody deserves a Nobel Peace Prize, it was Donald Trump, but they're not going to give it to him because, you know, Donald Trump, orange man bad, uh, which mm -hmm. is unfortunate. He did a really nice job in the Middle East. So here's something that's really going to burn your bacon, right? Mm hmm where is all the money coming from for all of this military hardware that these jerks in Hamas hide amongst just regular people for the most part? Hmm. Where's the, the money, money coming from? In the backyard? There's a money tree in the backyard. No? The money tree? No. How about that no. guy, FICA, that lives on your paycheck? That one, too. Well, a part of it, I, I believe uh, you have some information here that actually does link it to FICA. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like a yeah. Tree. Well, what happens is we send foreign aid over to uh, the Palestinian Authority, and, and for the most part, it gets funneled to some very wealthy people in Hamas. Additionally, um, the Iranians are in there pumping money and weapons into Gaza. They're importing the weapons uh, through terror tunnels that have been dug through Egypt into the Gaza Strip. Um, rockets and bombs and guns and and just you name it, they have it. And your tax dollars in large part go directly to Hamas. Donald mm. Trump stopped all of that. And suddenly Biden, all of a sudden, he's like, okay, well, there you go. Here's your four, here's your aid. You know, so $242 million got written out of the U.S. Treasury to the Palestinian Authority. Yeah. <sighs> When it was the deal of Donald Trump to say, you know, you guys are just, you're out of control. You're, you're supporting terrorism. You're giving the money to Hamas. You're, you're doing all of these things. You know, you've got to cut the money. If they don't have the money, they can't buy the rockets. If they can't buy the rockets, they can't launch them into Israel. Now, another thing about the money is, don't you think that money would be better spent bettering the situation of the poor people that are caught in the middle? Mm, you would think. You would think. And it's logically makes sense. Logically. Well, logically, you know, but, you know, I don't know that we're living in logical times. You know, you have to think of it this way. Everybody says, well, Israel's committing war crimes by bombing buildings. No, those buildings are now military targets because they're launching rockets from those buildings mm -hmm. into civilian populations in Israel. That is a war crime. Right. Israel has a right to defend itself. That's right. And it's unconscionable that the main, the lamestream media, the uh, the anti, the fascists, the Marxists, and all of the um, the Democrats are lining up to point their finger towards Israel, saying they're wrong. I don't believe it. I think it's a bunch of crap, and it's got to. And we have to get, we have to get behind Israel. Period. You know, it, it's just insane. It, it's insane. Like President Trump did, we need to get behind Israel, too, well, because right. they're the only bastion of hope and democracy in the Middle East right now. Well, this started off as a, a, a real estate squabble, and then Hamas saw this as an opportunity to go ahead and start a war. And the only people that truly pay in this kind of a war are the innocents that are caught in the middle, Okay. And it's it's a tough spot to be in. Israel's basically in a no-win position with this kind of thing, right? Yeah, the optics that, are always going to be bad. There was four years of peace, Alpha, throughout this entire process. Yes. There was four years. We showed how it was done. President Trump did it by showing us how it was done. And the minute this, this uh, crap started uh, with Biden and funneling money in their direction, you know, Israel's back in this in the uh, on the in the uh, crosshairs, and it's just well, wrong. It all goes back for the 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 you know John Kerry and his crusade to get back into the uh, Iran deal, right? Well, that's where the money's going to pay for all these weapons. So again, this is just it's just ridiculous. The logic is is not even circular. It's stupid. It's just well, stupid. It's ridiculous. Yep. It's ridiculous. Are you going to sit there and get your teeth kicked in all the time, or are you going to actually do something about it to keep innocent people from getting killed? Um, I like to make sure people, innocent people, don't get killed, please. And well, thank you. Right. Well, obviously, you know.
Right. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure we'll be censored for this because, you know, that's what the, the fascists in the media do. And, and, and the people uh, that run YouTube, um, they're, they're really bad people these days. So well, I don't know. then also just in the, to tie the bow here on this, uh, on this little topic here, let's, let's put all the, uh, the dots together here. This is all has to come down with Marxism and, uh, and not even socialism. This is not even socialism. This is Marxism and fascism to do what they say. Don't ask, fall in line. Don't question. We'll tell you how to live. And all our freedoms go to the wayside because of a, f- a group of few elitist morons who want power, want to take it and take our freedoms away. That's what this comes down to, in my humble opinion. Well, another thing that you need to think about is you got to look at the people and the groups that are cheering on uh, Hamas mm-hmm. through all of this. Um, you've got the squad. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the, the four horsemen of the apocalypse there, uh, you know, uh, with Rashida Tlaib, who claims she's a Palestinian, um, you know, she's very anti-Semitic. You've got Ilhan mm-hmm. Omar, who's very anti-Semitic. Uh, she doesn't even hide it. Um, mm-hmm. OK, you know, you're entitled to believe what you want to believe. But if you want to be a, a U.S. Congress person, it might be a good idea not to to publicly be a racist Mm. Um, but you know that's okay democrats have different rules apparently and you've got the blm folks out there you know the black lives matter movement um coming out and supporting hamas because they're oppressed the palestinians are oppressed um i call bs oh well yeah (laughs) it's just a very interesting position to take Right. Mm-hmm. Well, they're all Marxists. That's why they all love and get together so well. Right. They're all Marxists. They're, they're awful people. Yep. Oh, well. Keep an eye on. Uh, I wonder how long this, uh, by the next show we have, I bet the P, the ceasefire probably stops. They're rearmed, ready to go again. May need another week or so. We'll see. I really hope not. No, I I know, but that, it's the, it's the way it works. Oh, we need a we need a peace fire. We need a peace. We need peace, and then they rearm and they start lobbing them over the the, the border again. Yeah, every every few years this happens, and it's just kind of like the course of normal business in Israel. Um, I've been in Israel um, during. Um, a few rockets got fired uh, when I was in Israel at one point. And it's, it's kind of an interesting sensation, mm. uh, not fun, but Israelis have a very different way of looking at things. You know, this is kind of like, uh, it is what it is. It is what it is. That's uh, right. And you know, the, the Israeli attitude, and I've said it before and I'll say it again, the Israeli attitude about the Palestinians, you know, generally speaking, there's a there's an expression uh, that they use, uh, the Israelis use, and they say the cousins are acting badly. Mm. They don't wish death on these people. They don't wish any of any bad on these people. They call them the cousins because you know we're all you know shirt tail related in a way, mm-hmm. and. They just say they're acting badly and they need to learn how to behave. That's it. Yep. Well, they have bad, they have bad influences and bad role models. Show them 
how to try and get things done, but it's all wrong. They got their priorities screwed up, and until they get their heads out of their rectal orifices, well, there you go. Correct. And I just hope it happens because nobody needs this. This is just mm-hmm. not good. The optics on it are just bad. They're always going to be bad when you've got a, a Mideast military power like Israel. And, and mm-hmm. trust me when I tell you, they might not be able to project a hell of a lot of force. But if you try to attack Israel, you're going you're gonna to pay. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at the job the Iron Dome system did. Amazing stuff. I mean, the 1% of the rockets gets through, but 99% of them get shot down. That's pretty damn good. <laughs> you know? It is good. And, and, you know, we should just wrap this up by, by saying the following. You know, I think it was Golda Meir said something mm-hmm. very interesting a long time ago. She said a lot of very interesting things. She was a very, very, very wise, very wise and tough, strong leader. She mm-hmm. was a Winston Churchill in a skirt. Mm. Uh, she was a tough chick. Things will improve. when they love their children more than they hate us. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think that truer words have never been spoken. Yep. Hmm. Uh, shame. It's really a shame. Yeah. So on to other, on to other stories. Uh, we're just here mm-hmm. to bring you a couple of obscure stories uh, from around the world as it relates to uh, current events. And, and y'all might remember that we've, we've spent a, a goodly amount of time talking about the coronavirus uh, covid-19 when it first um, came out when it first came out you know or you know we were a few months into this deal uh when mm-hmm. we started march april may june july august september we were 6 or 7 months into uh, 2 weeks to flatten the curve mm-hmm. and we we started saying some things and uh about you know viruses and the way viruses work and we're not giving any medical advice and we're we're, we're not going against any guidelines of the CDC here just for the YouTube overlords so they don't uh, take us off the air for this. But you mm-hmm. got a guy out there, and, and he's our favorite senator. We, we tease this at the, at the top of the segment. Rand Paul. Mm-hmm. Right? What's, he, what's he saying there, Bravo? Rand Paul says he won't get COVID-19 vir- vaccine. Show me the evidence. <laughs> That's like- right. There you have it. <laughs> there you have it. Okay. And, and, and how, and, and to add a little context to this, why he's saying that is because there are a lot of people running around giving information that even though you've had the COVID-19 virus, you should still get vaccinated. The, the answer is, I know it is certainly your choice to go do so, but knowing how viruses work and, and, and Rand Paul's kind of a physician, like, oh, he's a very much a- one. Like he's like a high end guy. He's like ophthalmologist. I mean, yeah, yeah. He's a super high end physician. Mm -hmm. The guy knows what he's talking about. Full stop. He's like, I had COVID. I'm not getting a vaccine. There, there's no evidence that goes to show that additional vaccinations against uh, something I've already had will be more effective than my natural immunity. Ding, 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 ding. Hello. In the show that we talked about this, Alpha, was politi- uh, uh, COVID and the politics of a virus. That was the show that we talked about all this. We brought this up. Um, there's talk now, and we'll get into this in a little bit, but we said it's similar to getting chicken pox. Once you get chicken pox, you're all set. 
the problems we started having with chickenpox, not that I'm trying to be out against vaccines, they're important. Um, but chickenpox was 98% of the kids was pretty annoying, itchy and that kind of stuff. Uh, but there are some kids that had serious uh, issues from chickenpox. But the vaccine came out and that was almost 20 years ago, 25 right. years ago, somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah. And the chickenpox vaccine was effective. But then when the kids got older and went to college, they had breakouts of chickenpox. And guess what had to happen? They had to have boosters to do this again. Uh, but but the natural immunity, the ones that have had chickenpox, uh, like me and you, <laughs> when we were younger. Oh, uh, I wasn't that young. Uh, you were a little older than I was, I think. I was I 17 years old when I got the chickenpox. Oh, I remember that. That was not fun for you. The older you get, it's oh. the, the stockier it gets. It does. Chickenpox is nothing to be, you know, when you're young, that's that's why the chickenpox parties and they all got in the same room. Oh, you know, but the vaccines are effective, but they wear off. Now, when you have natural immunity, I'm still immune to chickenpox. How do I know that? Because I had to have a test for my vaccines and what titers were in effect and everything else. And oh, you're still immune to chickenpox. So thank you very much. So <sighs> those just were the good old days. Those are the good old days of science. <laughs> yep. And that's what Rand Paul's talking about here, too. Exactly. And I think. I think uh, I think uh, I told you so. Award comes out too. We told you so. Pretty uh, much. Stuff. We we called it. We said this was this is complete nonsense. What? No one's no one's talking about the virology of all this. They want vaccines. They're pushing vaccines. Not to mention the treatments that were subdued uh, and talked about, uh, which we won't get into right now because we got other parts we want to get to. But there's other treatments that are involved that can do just as good. Uh, to get a natural immunity on board instead of artificial immunity. Just right. So. Right. You know, some incomplete genetic code for a virus uh, that was given to us by the Chinese. Mm. So, you know, so, uh, they, they formulated an entire series of vaccinations based on partial genetic codes and RNA coding. So it could mm -hmm. be very, very interesting to see what would happen. Uh, Hmm. So I don't know. It's going to be very interesting. I'm going to tell you something. I had the chicken pox when I was 17 years old. Mm -hmm. It was the sickest I think I've ever been in my entire life. I'm pretty sure I was. If I wasn't dying, I was pretty close. Mm -hmm. It was it awful. Fun. No, it, it was terrible. I mean, I could I I came home from school. They sent me home from school because I had a little little thing under my arm. I told them I had been exposed on Christmas morning. Uh, this was like exactly two weeks later. Exactly to the day, two weeks later, right? Mm. I believe it was January of 87, mm. somewhere along those lines. Wow. Or 88. January of eight. It was January of 88. I was a mm -hmm. junior in high school. I got home and no sooner did I get upstairs and I laid down on the floor. That's where I stayed for three days. Mm. It was horrible. No yeah. doubt. So vaccinations, if you can get a vaccine and you can avoid that whole thing and you know, you don't get exposed until your later years, let me tell you something. It'll save you a whole hell of a lot of pain. Right. So I'm not anti-vaccine in some cases, but in certain cases, I, I, Look with a, a skeptical eye. If you had it, like Rand Paul did, and he confirmed that he had it, 
He's got the antibodies. I'm sure he knows about it. He would probably order the test for himself or had his doctor do it for him. Um, there you have it. So it's makes complete sense to me. It, it does make sense. So moving along, along the same thread. So now here's a question I have to ask before we get into this little story here. But uh, where's Fauci? <laughs> where's Fauci? Where everyone see him? Anyone know where he is? Is he in front of a camera? Haven't seen him. But now Fauci says, among other things, masks are good, masks are not good. Vaccines, there won't ever be a vaccine. Now we got them. You should go get them. What else did he say now? Fauci no longer is confident COVID-19 emerged naturally. Hmm. Didn't we say this way back when? We kind of had a conference. We kind of thought down deep, down inside in our, our show there, Alpha, we said, Something's not quite right here. I think it came from a lab and it was weaponized. Hmm. Mm. Mm. And, and, you know, there's a, there's a little term of art that everybody is learning. Um, we called it weaponized uh, back mm-hmm. when, when we were talking about this and, and it was mutated in a lab. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I learned something new. Uh, it's called gain of function. Mm-hmm. And when they ask Fauci about gain-of-function funding at the Wuhan Institute, which the Americans were paying for in a roundabout kind of way, he was a little bit evasive on it, um, and, and probably right, rightfully so, to spare his own bacon. Um, they took a virus, and they tampered with it that was normally found in bats to, bats to get it to transmit to humans. That's called gain-of-function testing. They did that right. at the Wuhan Institute, and poof, didn't come from a wet market. It came from oh. a lab. And we called it. Yep. We said, told, told you. you so. It's one of those rotten things when you're, when you're right. You know, you don't want to be right, but you're right. Mm-hmm. We, we were, we've been plenty wrong on some of the opinion things that we've, we've talked about, especially mm-hmm. the election on this program. Oh, but yeah. on this one, I think where it counted, I, I, I think we were pretty right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we so. we missed the election. I was bit uh, but when you have or did we? I mean, data and hopefulness, uh, data always wins. I must right. say. Or 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 were we wrong? I don't know. I think time's going to mm-hmm. tell on that one too. We'll talk about that <laughs> on the next program. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is there is an audit going on in uh wait Arizona um Georgia uh New Hampshire um uh, we'll we'll talk about that some other time. Right. We'll talk about There's that maybe maybe here. Right. We'll 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 touch on that here in just a minute, uh, before yeah. our human interest story of the of the week. You know, yeah. look, so so Fauci's Fauci's in the hot seat, right? Rand Paul's got him pinned down, Ted Cruz has got him pinned down, and he's Good. he's giving some interesting answers on on gain of function and US funding and tax dollars going to fund this kind of work at the Wuhan Institute and and this kind of thing is really if this is true, and they did this, and they released it over there, this is this is a big deal. This is a big well, there are people. Do you remember how they were talking about their the cell phone signals were dropping off all over the place in China? You know, like millions all of a sudden within a week gone, um, and they were you know throwing people into uh, quarantine areas, whatever video they can get out of there, and the the flights kept going. They didn't go to Beijing. They went to Italy. They went to Europe, and they were still trying to get into the United States until President Trump said, uh-uh, "You're not flying here. Our airports are closed to you." Ha! Totally racist. 
Yeah, that was racist. Ra- trying to protect the American people. That's just racist. So, you yeah. know, moving along. They take that racist thing and shove it for all I care. It's not so, you know, look, we, we've been going along with this, you know, pandemic deal since March of 2020. Okay. Mm. It is now just about June of 21. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, right here. So we've got 15 months of some really odd stuff that's gone on here in this country with, with, uh, Suddenly, nobody has the flu, and if you get into a car accident, I, I'm pretty sure you, you, you've been killed by COVID. Um, mm. and, and some of the really interesting ways that this virus is being uh, counted, um, the PCR test being cycled over 40 times to get the answer that uh, somebody was looking for. Um, mm-hmm. You test something enough times, you're going to get what you want. Well, you'll find. Change the parameters. Find- yeah, you change the parameters and you look for that one particle that happens to go with COVID, which they said that the the um, PCR test was not the best test to be using for this particular virus, but I digress. Sorry. Right. So anyhow, moving along, you know, they, they say that uh, X amount of people have died in this country. I've, I've got news for you. How many people die of the flu every year in this country? I remember when H1N1 came into the country and 66,000 people die of the flu uh, of H1N1, right? How many people die of the flu every year in this country as a standard course of doing business? 200,000, I believe. Yeah, that's a lot of people. Hmm, How about that? that? So if you manipulate the numbers and you say to yourself, hmm, we need need to cause a stir. We need to keep things focused away and blame someone to stop the economy from doing so well so we can win an election. Hmm. Does it all seem to start putting back together again? Especially from this story from the Gateway Pundit, where, boom, CDC director finally admits that COVID cases were overcounted in hospitals, just as Gateway Pundit and Donald Trump reported in August. And we said, I think I th- hold on one second. I think it's important for everybody to understand and for YouTube to understand. We're not making this up. We're reporting on, on, on what we see. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're bringing stories to people that they might've missed. Yep. All right. So that's important. We're not making this stuff up. Nope. But oh. we're going to stand by it because we're seeing it ourselves. So guess what? It'll yeah. be up on Rumble. <laughs> It'll be up on Rumble. Yeah, because we'll be off of YouTube before you know it. But anyhow, this is this is just a you know very interesting. Uh, I the twenty twenty two election uh, coming up is an incredibly consequential election. People, you got to get out. Mm-hmm. You got to get active, and 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 you got to get up, and you got to dance, and you got to fight because. We need to get out. We need, look, I would love to be wrong about all of this stuff. I'd love for everybody to be wrong about it and for it to have turned out to be really a, a very dangerous virus that, you know, we took precautions, we took it in the shorts to really save the population. Whereas everything I see, everything I understand, everything I'm reading, and everything that I'm digesting on information wise has all been contradictory arbitrary, capricious, and just ridiculous. I would love for that not to have been the case. Okay, I want to be wrong. But all of this stuff, everything that has been done every step of the way needs to be thoroughly after-actioned 
so we understand exactly what happened. Right, wrong, or indifferent, we need to know the truth. Not propaganda, not lies, not a party line, not politics. We need to understand the truth. Mm-hmm. And it has to come out. And unfortunately, if the Democrats remain in power, first of all, things are going to become incredibly, incredibly uncomfortable for conservatives, period. It already is happening, right? You can kiss your freedoms goodbye. Every single Pretty one much. of them. Pretty much. Yes. Yep. The The January 6th commission is just a, a, a prime example of everything that's going wrong in this country. We're going through a, a pogrom of conservatives mm-hmm. and they're coming after us. So the 22 election is consequential. If we don't win, we will never get to the truth because the Democrats are not interested in the truth. They're interested in propaganda mm-hmm. and power and, and power. Just about to say it. You got you beat me to it, my friend. Right. I'm sorry about the long rant and being long winded this evening, but you know, these are these are things that are very, very important. You know, let's let's talk a little bit, let's shift just a little bit here. Um, we've got a couple things. We're running up on the stop here for the hour, but I really think this is important. Everybody needs to be paying attention to everything that's going on right now. Don't look at the distractions. Mm-hmm. Okay. You need to look at the economy very, very carefully right now. Very mm-hmm. critically examine the economy. Mm-hmm. Anybody pay attention to the stock market this week? Think it's what well, I actually I missed it. I've been watching. No, it's something. down. It's it's down. Yeah. I mean, it, it it took a it took a two percent correction two days in a row, which is mm-hmm. a, a major dip in a Dow Jones Industrial Average of 34,000, mm. you know, you go down 1,280 points in a week, dipping up and down, that's some instability and volatility. Mm-hmm. And when you look at the price of the alternative market, like the Bitcoins and the Dogecoins and oh, those kinds up. of things, that went way up. And now all of a sudden, that's also half the value it was. Right. Right. Yep. So either you're going to buy on the dip and make money on the other side, or you're going to hang tight and wait for the bottom to come out of it. I predict the bottom is coming up on us very quickly. Mm -hmm. The government is literally printing money, diluting the money supply to compete for the same number of goods. And the price on those goods necessarily has to go up because of the competition on a diluted dollar. You are going to get hyperinflation like you've never seen. This could become the Weimar Republic where you have to take a wheelbarrow of greenbacks down to the grocery store to buy a loaf of bread. Mm -hmm. We're rapidly getting to a critical juncture in our economy where this could very easily become Venezuela. You've got Democrats talking about trillions of dollars of spending. Where's this money coming from? Where's it coming from? Right. Who gets to pay the bill? All debts are paid. Yep. Someday the bill is going to come due. And insolvency is is really a major thing that is coming up. This pandemic deal and everything that's gone along with it, the shutdown of the economy, the job loss, uh, the job numbers are are not good, by the way. No, two hundred thousand jobs instead of a million. Yep, they missed uh, their target by seven hundred and fifty thousand jobs. That's a that's my, a that's a death knell for the economy. And my finger goes right to Biden. He's the blame for this. He is his stupid 
policies that he's coming out with is causing the economy to take a huge nosedive. And we were on top for a long time. We were coming out of this pandemic nonsense also. And he had, he started canceling things because, because president Trump was the one that came up with them and whoever's whispering in his ear, cause he's too stupid and demented right now to even know what, what, which end is up. Well, uh, there you have it. That this well, is this it, is it's even, stupidity. It's even, it's even grosser than that, right? You've got you've got a Keystone XL pipeline, right? Mm. It was canceled to to go ahead and cater to a an environmentalist agenda, right? They yep. stopped the Keystone XL pipeline, dead in its tracks. Boom, done. Meanwhile, they lifted the sanctions on Putin so he can go ahead and build his pipeline. And subverted by going underneath the ocean so that the other ones couldn't get taxes or fees as it passed through their country. That's right. So they, they're going right to Germany. So there's 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 um, some funny business going on here. And we'll talk about it in some other shows. But right now, just keep everyone, just start, start looking around the economy stuff. Keep your eyes, right. you know, get your money. Talk to your financial planners again. Talked about it the last couple of shows two shows in a row yeah two yep. shows in a row talk to your financial planners just just put your money somewhere it's going to get be safe or unless you want to if you have time and let it dip and then buy more again we're not financial planners you figure it out but uh, we're not yeah. giving anybody any financial advice we're just saying to keep your eyes open uh take a look around you be situationally aware of the economy and and try to make smart moves with a professional period because gas prices are the first indicator that something's going to go wrong that's right so on that note i i I think that uh you know everybody that that's doom and gloom but you know i think bravo's got something he wants to wants to talk about so yeah so i i wanted to have i wanted to talk about an experience i had on you know the we all know we've had haircuts and during the the coof pandemic there the Barbershops are all shut down and people are going out without going for long time periods without haircuts and stuff like that. But uh, it actually took out my other barber that I had. Uh, they went out of business and they retired and went to Florida. Go imagine that. Um, so I found this barber. Um, it, I want everyone to picture the shop on the corner. Uh, well, you know, just a well-established place that's been there for a long time. I knew it was there. I would drive by it every day. Never had a chance to go to because of the barber I had. I really liked, um, but uh, needed a haircut. And I said, you know, let me give this, let me give this gentleman a try. Uh, and I, I don't want to give it away because I don't need everyone going to his place and burning it down because he's, you know, liberals go crazy over the stuff. But um, it's an old school kind of place. What an amazing! You walk in, welcome. A uh, very respectful gentleman. Um, you walk in the front door and you look over to your right, and there's this old-fashioned telephone booth. I'm talking the telephone booth, full telephone booth, where you know the door, the fan turned on when you closed it, the rotary dial phone with the slots for a penny, a dime, and a quarter. <laughs> Things that you just don't see anymore, and it worked. And how how it worked with voice over IP on a rotary phone, I have no idea. <laughs> I was like, holy cow, this is amazing. Vintage, vintage phone booth. So you walk in and on and the corner is a jukebox with 45 records in it. 
And for those of you who don't know what 45 records are, they're like the smaller records that spun at 45 revolutions per minute. And they played your singles and your hits. And it was just an amazing thing. You look on, you look, you get, sit down in the chair. He's talking to you. very, very nice. Um, uh, um, and you look on the wall and he's got a picture of his father who fought in World War II in the Pacific. He was a naval uh, seaman. Um, he was in the Navy during Vietnam on the USS America. He was telling me a story where he was working with the F-14s, um, sh- shining him up and everything. And then in his spare time when he was off, he'd give everyone a haircut. And they said, hey, dude, you belong not on the flight deck, but you should be going into the barbershop and <laughs> cutting people's hair. He did a great job. My, you know, uh, my hair, um, he did a wonderful job with it. I was like, yep, you're my new barber now. Really a nice guy. I wanted to, uh, you know, gave him the, gave him the, uh, he says, what do you do? You know, like, you ever want to do a podcast from there? I said, well, well I, we're in different places in the country, but love to have a show there once if we could get, if we could swing it. Uh, but I want everyone out there to uh, kind of give the small private um, places, uh, the small businesses a chance before you go to the big box stores or, you know, one of the chain places for your haircut. Cause he really is nostalgia. There's nostalgia and there's wisdom when you walk in there and you come out of there a little bit wiser. So for that, I wanted to give a shout out to this old school barbershop right where I live. And I'm like, can't really give it to you cause we'll get canceled. <laughs> but, uh, well, it, a- it, it, it's really, it's really neat to be able to find, uh, find that kind of thing out there in the world. It's, it's very rare. And I'm glad you, you were able to find that, you know, everybody out there, everybody's mm-hmm. got some place like that, wherever they live, you know, for the mm-hmm. most part and go find these places, go find these guys, go talk to them. Uh, they're, they're real national treasures. They've got a wealth mm-hmm. of experience and knowledge and they've been there. They've done that. They've got the t-shirt and they're, they're really cool folks out there in the world. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm glad you had that experience. I wish I could, I wish I could do the same. Yeah. Well, he'll give you a haircut. You come visit, I'll get you a haircut. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you'd be happy to cut my hair. Well, everybody, you know, thanks a lot for joining us tonight. You know, it is Sunday evening. You know what that means? Monday is coming. Ugh. Mm. I know. Yeah. It's always Monday yeah. when we do a show. I Next know. Time. It's always, it's always going to be Monday. Next week is a Memorial Day weekend. It's a long weekend for people. Uh, we're definitely going to have a program uh, next weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably do one this week, too, if things uh, ever decide that they want to simmer down a little bit at work. We might uh, have an opportunity to go ahead and do that, but I, I don't see any end in sight. Do you? No, no it never ends. Like I said. No, the, wheel, the wheel just keeps spinning faster and faster and faster, at least for me. And, uh, you know, I want to oh, get before, off at some um, point. How about, talk, talk about National Treasures. Uh, when you get a chance, if everyone has a chance, uh, uh, Dan Bongino starts his show tomorrow on, on radio show. He's going to be doing his podcast also. The guy, the guy never quits. He's, he's a go-getter. And he's, he's beaten. He's, it looks like he's beaten the cancer, which is great. Uh, now he's got a radio show. Uh, check it out. Tell us what you think of it. I definitely yeah. will. You know, couldn't, couldn't, couldn't happen. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely thrilled for him. Uh, I'm really looking forward to listening to him for, um, uh, what he's going to be on for four hours a day. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
So everybody out there in, in podcast land, thank you very much for joining us. You know, please find our outlets and subscribe. Uh, you know, please feel free to share our links and our website page around uh, the internet uh, to various places for us. We'd really appreciate that. Uh, make sure to hit like, like, and subscribe. If you're not already like, you know, you know, subscribe to the channel on YouTube, at least give us a like there. Give us a rumble over on rumble. We're still waiting for Frank to straighten out its act. Uh, so we'll mm -hmm. be over there. We're on BitChute and a number mm -hmm. of different podcast outlets. Please go to our website at signal 50.com signal 50.com to go ahead and pick up the latest uh, news and events and happenings from the signal 50 podcast and to find out wherever you can get our content. Uh, so thanks a lot, everybody for joining us as always. We'd like to thank our affiliate in Arizona, POF USA, POF-USA.com, makers of the finest AR-15 style rifles anywhere in the world, made by patriots for patriots. Frank DeSoma, the, uh, the patriarch of the company who's no longer with us, he was a true American patriot. He bled red, white, and blue, and we miss you very much, Frank. Thanks for everything you did for us. Uh, you know, on that note, we'd like to thank our soldiers, sailors, and airmen for protecting us 24-7, 365, as well as our police, fire, and EMS personnel working with us out there on the streets every day. Be safe out there, everybody. Have a great week, and uh, have a, if we don't talk to you, you don't listen to us, have an honored Memorial Day weekend. Uh, think about everybody that uh, has served and, and has died for our freedoms. Thank you very mm -hmm. much for joining us. It's time to cue the music. Thanks. Cue the music. Have a great night. Thanks. Again, thanks for listening. This is the end of our Signal 50 transmission.